The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph College Athletics. This Lions broadcast is brought to you by Barbarian Apparel. Contact us at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Official investigators and security services. Call now at 844-263-3424. The Roar Store on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. LIT Wellness. Call us at 513-659-3017. Indeed and Indeed Flex. Coming to Cincinnati soon. Call 513-984-2274. Iron Sharpens Iron. Call today at 513-383-9773. The Wishbone Tavern. Call Nicole for your catering needs at 513-384-8607. And the Mount St. Joseph University. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now, let's go to the field for today's game. Live from New York State, it is Saturday afternoon softball here in action for you this afternoon. As today, the Lions will be playing in the winner's bracket against the Babson Beavers here today. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell. Good to have you along here this afternoon on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Chris Morris and I will bring you action here this afternoon in game number two for the Lions of this regional tournament from New York State, Geneseo, New York, where the Lions will be taking on the Babson Beavers, who came into this game ranked 23rd in the country. They are the number two seed, and they got here by winning yesterday afternoon by a score of 3-2 to two over Stevens in eight innings in that one. They are 36-8 and eight overall, and they have won 20 of their last 22. On the other side of the coin for the Mount St. Joseph Lions, they are 32-9 and nine on the year. They've won four in a row, seven of their last nine, came into this tournament as the number four seed and unranked nationally, and they defeated the home squad Genesio yesterday, 7-5, to five, in a thriller in that one. Chris, these teams yesterday left a lot of runners on base. The Lions in their game eight, and Babson left nine. So I would think that it's going to be a little two-out importance here this afternoon to get two-out base hits. Yeah, runs are going to come very limited today. You're going to have two very good pitchers going on the mound for both teams. So any way that you can get a run across is going to be major in these games, and it's going to be like that all weekend long. We've seen all four teams play now. There is very strong pitching for all four teams, and runs are going to be very limited. Well, the winner of this game is going to play tomorrow at noon. They will be unbeaten heading into that game tomorrow afternoon. And the loser will be coming right back here this afternoon to play 4.30. That is the scheduled game time. And that will be against the winner of the 2.30 game between Genesio and Stevens. But right now we are turning our attentions toward this game. Chris, last night a big victory by the Lions. They jump out 3-1 to and then lead 6-2. to a big, big call by the home plate umpire in that sixth inning, which led to three runs for Genesio to come back, make it 6-5. to five, But the Lions, an important run in that seventh inning, and they won it by a final of 7-5. to five. But 
The importance in that game, Chris, was it got these freshmen the opportunity to play on this stage and get used to it. Yeah, it was an unbelievable atmosphere. We mentioned it on the broadcast last night. And when you look at the box score the next morning, you still kind of think, wow, to yourself of what this offense did. 11 hits and 7 runs on a pitching staff that had three pitchers ranked in the top 50 in the country in ERA. So you mentioned it. The experience alone, uh, playing in the environment, obviously getting the win, and then the youngsters getting their first regional under their belt. But the leadership of Gabbert, Fincham, Ivers, McCool led the way for the Lions last night. Yeah, and after that game, we talked with Casey Fincham about the experience and everything coming into yesterday's ball game. From a player's standpoint, obviously, the atmosphere tonight. Talk about that. You're coming in. You were having a little fun out there, and it showed today. Yeah, sometimes with these big crowds, especially the home team crowds, it can be a little nerve-wracking, but it's a lot of fun. I enjoy all the craziness going on. My adrenaline gets going. It's what an NCAA is supposed to be. It's what the reason. That's why you play. You rate Milliken to this one. It's pretty top. Yes, yes. How much did last year's appearance in the regional help you out this year? Um, it really, last year I feel like it was a bigger stage, not really, just a little bit, but um, it kept me focused a lot this game, showed me how important every little moment truly is in every game. Now, when you went into last year's tournament, I know you wanted to win it, but deep down inside, you know, you're sitting there thinking, okay, we've got a shot at winning this, but okay, if we don't, we, we're here. Is it different this year where you you know you're in this thing, you've had the experience in the past, and now you think you've got the chance to really win it? Yeah, I truly think we can do it this year. I really want it, and I think a lot of us do really want it. And it's a lot different than it was last year. The teams are different. Our team is different. Every, everything is different, and it's great. Chris, in your mind, what is the difference between this year and last year as far as coming into this tournament with the attitude you can win it. I mean, I think you were going to last year's tournament thinking you can win it as well. We had already beaten DePaul. Um, we had already seen a couple of the other teams, Bellhaven from last year. Uh, again, it was a lot of quality pitching, a lot of good hitters, and a lot of good defensive plays, and we've seen similar to this year. But I think this year is just a lot of experience that you brought back from last year, and then you added in the freshman class as well, so you had a good mix. You kind of knew what to expect. And uh, the leadership showed up last night, and you hope for the same today. You know, talking with uh, Dave Sylvester of Genesio and Dave Kanan in his 23 years as head coach here at Babson, they both have come right out and said, we don't understand why Mount St. Joseph was the number four seed in this tournament. Yeah, that's good to hear. I mean, that means you're representing yourself well. That means you're putting a, a good product on the field, and you're getting your brand out there. Now that Milliken said the same thing to us last year about how exciting we were to watch and how fun we were, you get the same response this year, so that's kudos to the Mount St. Joseph coaching staff for putting a good product on the field, and the kudos to the players for bringing it in the primetime atmosphere. A couple of players that we want to highlight here this afternoon for Babson, Audrey Labalie, uh, Labier, excuse me, Labier hits 362 on the year. She leads the team. She has got 17 extra base hits this year, 33 RBIs. She's just one of five players, Chris, in that batting order to have 30 RBIs or more. We saw her play last night, or yesterday afternoon, has a very strong arm out in center field and uh, has some speed. She's tall and lanky. She's got some power and just a good athlete. And another one is Kate Karamuzis. Karamuzis is hitting 303 on the year. She's got 25 RBIs, 12 doubles on the season. We're going to see sophomore Moya. Uh, Moya 
O'Reilly here today. The sophomore lefty, 20-4 and four through yesterday. Uh, she threw eight innings yesterday, and she's going to throw today. We watched that game yesterday, Chris. She didn't lose a beat all eight innings. No, she threw up over 130 pitches in the, in the heat of the day, and she was outstanding and uh, was able to keep the game tight for Babson for them to be able to walk it off. But she is a tough pitcher, and we're going to have a tall task today. And if she gets in trouble, they'll go with senior Logan McDonald. Logan 13-2 and two on the year with a 1.96 ERA. And, of course, they're going to be facing off with Cam McCool. McCool won yesterday's ball game, pitching all seven innings for the Lions. She's got 18 wins on the year, four defeats. And she's the righty that's going to be taking on this batting order for Babson this afternoon. I thought Cam was really good. Is facing adversity as well. We got her a big lead early on. Kind of kept that lead for most of the game. And in the sixth inning, uh, Genesio was able to kind of put a couple runs together and make it a one-run game. But Cam kept her composure the entire time. Her team had her back and was able to get a big run in the seventh to give her a two-run lead going into the seventh. And the senior was able to shut the door on the Knights last night. Well, in case you're wondering, Babson is located in Babson Park, Massachusetts, which is near to Wellesley, if you know the map around Massachusetts. It was founded in 1919. They've got about 2,300 students in their enrollment. It is a business administrative school. Their first season was back in 1987, and they have won a total of 644 games coming into this tournament. They've had 24 winning seasons and five 30 win seasons and since 1987 they have been patrolled on that third base coach's box by Dave Kanan. He's got 542 of those 644 wins. He's in his 23rd season and ironically he's the head coach of the softball team. His assistant is the head women's basketball coach and he also is her assistant in the basketball season. (laughs) So they know each other extremely well and he is assisted also by Jenna Patala. The Mount will be the home team on the scoreboard here this afternoon. When we come back, we will check out the batting orders for each team and get this thing underway under cloudy and sunny skies this afternoon. Temperature right around 85 degrees expected towards midday, but rain coming in later on in the day, so it's important to win this first one. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. We'll be back and get this thing underway right after this timeout. Your shipping manager left to find themselves, leaving you lost. You need to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Indeed Instant Match instantly delivers quality candidates matching your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash hire. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Teaching is my calling, so when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash ohio. Well, back here in Geneseo, New York, where we are getting set for the opening day or opening game of the gate day number two of this 
tournament action here today. This is the winner's bracket game, and let's check out the starting lineups. Here is the batting order this afternoon for the Babson Beavers. We told you they are 36-8 and overall, and they have won 20 of their last 22. They're going to be in their green outfits, the green tops with white numerals and lettering, and the white bottoms here today. Sarah Moore is going to lead it off. She is in right field hitting 314 on the season. Number two, she's got 46 hits on the season to lead the team. Batting second is going to be Audrey Laboulier. Laboulier is a senior outfielder from Pipersville, Pennsylvania. Right-handed batter. She'll be playing center field. Isabel Aguilar. Aguilar, number 13. She is the shortstop hitting 308 coming into this game this afternoon from Avon, Connecticut. Batting fourth, the cleanup hitter is Kate Karamuzis. Karamuzis is behind the plate, right-handed hitter from Rockville Center, New York. Karamuzis is the catcher. Batting fifth is the third baseman, number three, Molly Hennessy. Hennessy is southpaw from Tallahassee, Florida, right-handed batter. Batting sixth is the number zero, Chloe Jocelyn. Jocelyn, the sophomore from Wyoming, Rhode Island. Batting seventh will be number five, Lexi Morris, a junior infielder. She is from Lexington, Massachusetts. She'll be the second baseman this afternoon. Batting eighth is Kara Harnick. Harnick, left-handed hitter from Sammamish, Washington. And then batting ninth will be the left fielder, Abriana Natoli. Natoli, number eight in left field. And Natoli is from Fairfield, Connecticut, and they will be facing off with Cam McCool here in this one. Now, let's pause for our national anthem. those who support our freedom at home and abroad. before this afternoon's ball game. We're located here in Genesee Knight Stadium, but they also call it Vic Rashi Field. Vic Rashi was one of the stalwart pitchers for the New York Yankees back in the 40s and 50s, led them to several world championships back in the 40s and 50s in Major League Baseball. Rashi comes from this area. And the field is named after him. Here come the Mount St. Joseph Lions in their home white uniforms, the pinstripes today. I bring that up because the Lions are in their Yankee pinstripes this afternoon. 
with the blue numerals and lettering and gold trim in their uniforms. And for Babson, they are going to be facing Cam McCool. McCool, a 1.24 ERA coming into this one, 18 and 4 on the year. This is going to be her 23rd start of the season. She has thrown 22 complete games, 7 shutouts, and 147 innings of pitching. She's given up 96 hits, 34 runs, 26 of them earned. Struck out 165 and walked 43. Opponents are hitting just 183 against her this season. Cam's had a great senior season. She's coming off being the first team all-conference, and then last weekend being the MVP of that tournament really had a great weekend and pitched really well last night to keep us in the ball game and win the NCAA Game 1 region. And the senior will get another chance today against the 23-ranked team, Babson Beavers. So leading it off will be Sarah Moore, Moore the right fielder. And she is a left-handed batter. Right fielder hitting 314 coming into this one. Left-handed batter Moore from Kennett Square, Pennsylvania, just up the road here in New York. And that first pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. 0-1 the count. And we are underway 81 degrees in Geneseo, New York. Good to have you along here this afternoon. Cloudy skies, but the sunshine peeking through behind us. 0-1 the count to Moore. And the 0-1 punted to the right side. Picked up by McCool. Throw to first. Went right by the first Stevenson covering. It goes to the fence. And taking second on the play will be Sarah Moore. The Lions were not prepared for Moore to bunt that ball. And she did it perfectly. And McCool threw it right by Stevenson at the back. Yeah, Moore laid down the bunt. McCool fielded it and tried to flip it over to the bag. And goes back behind the first base bag and rattles up against the fence. Moore gets the second. No outs in the inning. So the Lions are going to start behind the eight ball here on this one. And it brings up to the plate LeBoulier. LeBoulier. LeBoulier is the hitter, sophomore. Excuse me, a senior. Right-handed batter. She is spread out in that batter's box. And the pitch swung on the miss. Went underneath that rise ball of McCool's own one. They're going to give single to Moore and then advance the second on the throwing air by McCool. Boulier is hitting 356 on the year. Lions in at the corners, and she bunts that one foul back to the screen. We told you about last night the foul territories here at Genesio, Vic Rashi Field. They have a lot of room down the right and left field lines between the foul lines and the fences. And then there is a wood backstop behind home plate that can really play havoc on a ball that is up against that wood. 0-2 pitch to LeBoulier is way up high above the bill of the cap. And to go high on her is quite the job because she's about 6-2. LeBoulier, number 10. Moore is at second. After the bunch single and an error on the Lions. Nobody down here in the top of the first. No score. That pitch outside. Moore's got 13 stolen bases on the year. And LeBoulier's got two sacrifice hits on the year. Boulier, right-handed batter, holds the bat about shoulder height. And the pitch to the plate, swung on and missed, got her swinging. Cam goes low in the zone and gets LeBoulier swinging for the first out of the game and Cam McCool's first strikeout of the ball game. 
I'm not mistaken, I think she had three yesterday in the game. It was one of her lowest strikeout totals of the year. And it brings to the plate Isabel Aguilar. Aguilar is the shortstop hitting 308 on the season. She was 0 for 4 yesterday, and she drills that one foul down the left field side and out of play. Aguilar leads the Babs and Beavers in home runs with four. She also has eight doubles and 24 RBIs on the year. Moore stands at second. Karamuzas is on deck. Aguilar, right-handed hitter, big, strong shortstop. That pitch hangs upstairs, one and one. Cam threw up over 135 pitches yesterday afternoon. Runner still at second is Sarah Moore. One down here in the inning. We have just begun here in the state of New York. And the pitch outside. Nice job by B. Ivers to pop out of the crouch and backhand that one. Aguilar has 11 walks on the year. She's going to be patient at the plate. 2-1 count for McCool. Aguilar stands up close to home plate in the middle of the box. The 2-1 swung on the line down the left field side, but it will go foul up against the screen. And the count evens up 2-2. Two and two. And tell you one thing, McCool is not fooling Aguilar yet. Now making McCool work, but man, when you're in the regional like this, you're going to have good hitters up and down the lineup for all the teams, good pitching, good defense. It's a tough task when you get into these 14 pods in the NCAA regionals. So Aguilar will get back into the right-handed batter's box. Corner for the Lions playing back at the bag. That pitch swung on and fouled over the first base dugout. And the count remains 2-2. Two and two. Babson coming into today ranked 23rd in the country. They are the two seed in this weekend's regional tournament. Into the motion, McCool. And the 2-2 pitch to Aguilar is high and in tight, 3-2. and two. Aguilar is putting together a nice A-B here. She's fouled off a couple pitches. Now it's a full count. Moore still at second, one out in the inning. Lions, the home team on the scoreboard here this afternoon. 3-2, and two. first base is open. One down, and that pitch swung on, fouled out of play down the right field side near the bullpen. And the count remains 3-2. and two. <laughs> Another one of these long at-bats like we had yesterday with Favale. Yeah, Fazio had Fazio. a similar at-bat for Genicio last night. And now Aguilar is coming in, swinging away. Full count, one out. She's fouled off several pitches. The home plate umpire had to go get her some more balls. Karamutsis, the catcher on deck. The 3-2 swung on and fouled off her front foot and down the third base side. Count remains three and two. Another great crowd on hand this Saturday afternoon. Three and two. The count remains. Runner still at second is Moore. And the pitch swung on fly ball right field coming in Maddie Kennedy on the run. She's going to basket catch it. Just sitting feet behind the infield grass, her and Stevenson almost collided, but Stevenson gave way to Kennedy at the last moment, and there are two down, Moore still at second. So McCool wins the battle with Aguilar, a fly out to right field. Maddie Kennedy made a great play, running in on a basket catch for the second out of the inning. And it brings up Karamutsis, hitting 304 on the year, one homer, 25 RBIs. Right-handed batter, he, she is the catcher. 
And that pitch strike over the outside corner. Damn, getting ahead of hitters. After that long battle with Aguilar, that's good to see. Karamutsis, right-handed batter. Holds the bat about shoulder high again. That pitch swung on, fouled out of play down the left field side. And the count, now 0-2. Talked about runs are going to be very limited, and Moore stands at second with two outs for Babson, looking for a timely hit to take an early lead on the lines. Karamutsis started out in the middle of the batter's box. Now her back foot is on the back line of the right-handed batter's box. The 0-2 pitch is outside. Good pitch right there by Cam McCool. Tried to get her to chase on the outside corner. Hennessy is on deck. No score. Runner still at second. Is more, but there are two down here in the top of the first. McCool into the line. And the pitch is swung on. Fly ball down the left field side. It's going to drop foul by about a foot. Mm. Tough foot. break right there by Babson. That was going to drop in if it was staying fair. Just down that third left thir- uh, left field line and Lang and Fincham making chase. But it's a tough break right there for Babson. That would have scored a run. Karamutz has really got tied up inside and had to fist that one down the left field line. But it just fell foul. And count two strikes. That pitch over the top of Karamutz' head. And the count now goes to two and two. Babson coming in, hitting 294 as a team. And has scored 240 runs on the year. Moore still at second, two down. 2-2 pitch to the plate. Swung on, fouled out of play on the right side over the first base dugout. Babson in the first base dugout here this afternoon is a visiting team. And the mount in the home side. It's interesting how the mount got the home designation today. They were visitors yesterday and Babson was home so they flip-flopped it. And the next pitch swung untested into left field. Going back Cornelius. It'll drop. Lang is going to throw it to the plate. It's not going to be in time. Moore comes in sliding. And Babson takes an early one to nothing lead. And he's a great at bat. He battled, battled, battled. Got a pitch. Fisted it out to left field. It blooped in. And Moore scores with her speed from second. And the Babson Beaver take the one nothing lead in the top of the first. And a stat for Babson. They are 16-3 and this year when they score in the first inning. And right now they have done that on a two-out RBI. We talked about it in the pregame, Chris. Two-out RBIs are going to be important in this one. Hennessy now comes up the third baseman. Hennessy right-handed batter. Runner still at second. Fly ball left field. Lang going over near the line. Draws a beat on it and has it to end the inning. But in the inning, Babson comes up with one run on Two base hits, one error by the Lions, and they leave one on. We played a half an inning. It is Babson 1 and the Lions coming to bat. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Well, let's check out the batting order for the Lions here this afternoon. Allie Lang will lead it off, the left fielder, batting 402 on the year. Kelsey Stevenson is at second base, batting second, hitting 297. Batting third is the freshman, Nancy Cornelius. 
Cornelius, the shortstop, hitting 438, leads the team in hits. Rachel Gabbard will be batting cleanup, the first baseman. She's hitting 379. She's got 41 RBIs on the year. Batting fifth is Casey Bramble, the DP, hitting 176. Batting sixth, Maddie Kennedy, the right fielder, batting 341. It will be Fincham at third base, hitting 360. B. Ivers behind the plate, batting eighth, hitting 324. And Emily McDonald will round out the batting order. The center fielder hitting 356 on the season. So it's Lang, Stevenson, and Cornelius for the Lions, the top three. Gabbard, Bramble, and Kennedy, the middle three. Fincham, Ivers, and McDonald, the bottom three for Beth Goddaris. In her 21st year, 335 wins, 377 defeats on the year as they will be facing off with the sophomore. Maura O'Reilly. O'Reilly, 22nd start of the year, her 29th appearance, 20 and 4 on the year. She has struck out 228 batters in 152 innings, walked just 43, and has an ERA of 1.89. Allie Lang, lefty on lefty. O'Reilly into the motion and the pitch. High and outside to Alley 1-0. Lang coming in, being a great leadoff all year long, hitting 402. She's got 51 hits on the year. Lang. Peering out. O'Reilly. The 1-0 strike over the outside corner at the belt 1-1. Mentioned O'Reilly strikeout number. She's top 10 in the country. Fantastic pitcher from Columbus, Ohio. One and one to count to Lang, and that pitch high and outside. Two and one. All the teams that are here in this tournament, talking to them about the strike zone, they've all said that in the early innings it has been wide, and the longer the game goes, the more it shrinks. And the two one is outside. Three and one. Nice eye by Ali Lang. So far, O'Reilly tried to go up and out, and missing out so far. Stevenson on deck, Cornelius in the hole. In close at third is Hennessy. Three and one. O'Reilly's pitch. Strike, boy. That's a generous strike. That thing was up above the letters and about her hand height. Yeah, that was up and out. Now it's a full count for Allie Lang. Well, they said it was generous in the early innings. We'll see if it continues today. Three and two. That pitch swung on a miss. Lang went down, but she had to swing at that high offering because the pitch before it was called so high. Yeah, exactly. The pitch before she got the strike call, so Lang had to go up and chase that, and O'Reilly gets her first strike out of the day. Kelsey Stevenson batting 297 will step into the batter's box, right-handed batter. And Stevenson takes that pitch high and in tight for a ball. Want to know the count? Stevenson hitting 297. She's got 38 hits on the year, 25 RBIs. We'll check the defense for you right after this pitch. Want to know the count to Stevenson? And that pitch is straight right down Broadway. One and one the count. Natalie is at left field. Laboulier is in center. Moore in right. Hennessy at third. Aguilar at short. Morris is at second. Joslin at first. Karamutsas behind the plate. And O'Reilly deals. And that pitch is swung on and fisted foul over near the first base dugout. In between the catcher and the first baseman. Jocelyn giving chase, but can't catch up to that one. And the count now one and two. Lions are going to have to be patient at the plate. She's going to throw strikes, but she does not walk a ton either. So you're only going to get one or two pitches to hit per at bat. 
Stevenson down in the count, one and two, pitch, called strike three over the inside corner, got her looking. And that's going to be the second strike out of the day for O'Reilly, she had 13 yesterday. And with two down, nobody on, it brings up Cornelius, the shortstop hitting 438. Cornelius, right-handed batter, 25 RBIs on the year, 57 hits leads the team. Open stance, and that pitch is upstairs for a ball. Now on Lang, that was a strike. Yeah, Cornelius was freshman of the year in the conference. He's outstanding so far at the shortstop position. Made some great defensive plays yesterday for the Lions. All in one to count. And the pitch to the plate swung on and popped foul back behind home plate. And the count now 0-2. O'Reilly did this yesterday. She made a living off of staying ahead of the hitters. Yeah, she's tough. She's a left-hander. She takes her time. She's in charge. And she takes a walk all the way almost to halfway to second base and then steps back on the rubber. The ironic thing in that game yesterday, she gave up a two-run homer in the first inning, and they were down 2 nothing most of the game. That pitch foul tipped into the glove. And the count goes to 1-2. and two. Cornelius had a good cut. Babson ended up tying the game at two and winning it in the bottom of the eighth on a walk-off walk. That pitch swung on and fouled back and out of play by Cornelius. And the count stays. One and two. Gabbard is on deck. Had two really exciting games yesterday, as you mentioned. Babson won it on a walk-off and a great battle between the Lions and Genesio. O'Reilly the left-hander. Into the wind in the one-two pitch. Checked her swing, but then upstairs for a ball two and two. Nice job by Cornelius to lay off that high rise. Outfield straight away. Infield playing in a couple of steps at first base as Jocelyn back even with the bag Hennessy. Two-two pitch. One on the miss. So O'Reilly strikes out the side. And as we head to the second inning of play, it is Babson 1 and the Mount Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Are you ready to focus on your health and well-being? Are you ready to create a culture where the values of health and wholeness are promoted and practiced? I'm Tanya Fosnacht-Jollop, proud MSJ alum and the founder of LIT Wellness Solutions. My years of experience as a registered and licensed dietitian nutritionist have taught me that lasting health transformation requires focusing on all dimensions of well-being and not just physical health. Check us out at LITWellnessSolutions.com to learn more about how you can begin creating a culture of wellness for yourself, your family, and your business. Well, the Lions go down one, two, three in that bottom of the first inning. And it brings Babson up with a one to nothing lead here in the second, and they will bring up Jocelyn, Morris, and Harnick. Jocelyn, the first baseman, right-handed batter. She wears the number zero, hitting 311 on the season. McCool. Taking a lot of time on this bright, sunshiny day. And the pitch swung on and fisted foul and out of play. Interesting stat from Batson. When they're leading after the first inning, they're 16-3 and three on the year. McCool 
ahead in the count 0-1 and now 0-2 as Jocelyn fouls that back to the screen. And Jocelyn comes into the day with 42 hits, 9 doubles, 5 triples, and 29 RBIs. Winner of this game goes home, plays tomorrow. Loser plays around 4.30. And we are expecting rain about 2 or 3 o'clock this afternoon. That fits Swan. Popped up, foul, out of play, back behind us. And the count remains. No balls, two strikes to the leadoff hitter in the second inning. Goslin, as we said, hitting 3-11. She's got no home runs, 29 RBIs. That pitch fouled back again. Boy, Babson doing a lot of fouling off of pitches and spoiling pitches. We talked about this yesterday, Chris. Babson, in most of the game, the hits that they got, they just laid their bat on the ball. Yeah, I mean, Genicio, they just got a couple hits where they just put a bat on the ball and it kind of dropped into the outfield. That pitch upstairs. And the count one and two. Jocelyn's a sophomore from Wyoming, Rhode Island. Into the wind and the pitch from McCool. Foul tipped into the glove of B. Ivers. Strike three. Way to hang behind the plate for Ivers, and that's the second strikeout of the day for Tim McCool. One away brings up Lexi Morris. Morris, the second baseman, hitting 314 on the year. Home plate umpire has to go fill his pockets up once again with foul balls that left the ballpark. Babson fouling off a lot early on. Lexi Morris hitting 314. She's got one homer, 24 RBIs on the year. Right handed batter. Morris, number five, the second baseman. And that pitch is a strike at the letters. Morris is a junior from Lexington, Massachusetts, Arlington Catholic High School. Oh, and one the count. And the 0-1 outside. Count evens up at 1 and 1. Left-hander hitting Kara Harnick is on deck for Babson. Lions outfield playing straight away, medium depth. And the pitch swung on, popped up behind first base, going over is Stevenson though, and has it on the infield dirt for the second out of the inning. So McCool gets Morris to pop up to the second baseman, Stevenson, for the second out of the inning. And it brings up Kara Harnick. Harnick hitting 250 on the year, the DP, left-handed hitter. Harnick, number 16, steps into the batter's box. Playing way in at third base is Fincham. Gabbard also in front of the bag at first. And that pitch strikes. Hit the outside corner on one. Harnick from Washington. She's a senior on this Babson Beavers team. Well, they got somebody from out west. So do we. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate. High. One and one. Although I guess Haley Johnson really isn't out of Oregon anymore, is she? Yeah, she was from Lebanon, Oregon. One and one to count. Two down here in the inning. That pitch down low. One and two. Oh, check that two and one. Excuse me. 
That's a good pitch by McCool. <laughs> B. Ivers turned around and said, was that low? He said, yes. Now, what his definition of low is, we've got to figure out. And the 2-1 pitch swung on, fouled back against the screen. And the count evens up now, 2-2. Two and two. two down in the inning. Babson holding on to a one to nothing lead. They picked up that run in the first inning. On a bunt single, an error, and a two-out base hit. And that pitch swung on, fouled back against the screen again. B. Ivers right in front of us will chase it down. We are located in the same spot as we were yesterday, but not in a mob group like we were with Genesio yesterday. We're in the mountain-sharing section today, just to the left of home plate. Two strikes, two balls, pitch to the plate. Got her on a high, rising fastball. That is the third strike out of the ball game for Cam. We go to the bottom of the second. It is Babson 1, the Mount Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. Whether entering the nursing field, changing careers, or expanding your professional skills, innovative simulation labs and a variety of clinical sites prepare you to deliver exceptional patient care. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs taught by highly credentialed faculty, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. So Babson leads it one to nothing as we head to the bottom of the second inning. O'Reilly struck out the side in the first inning. So the Lions will send to the plate Rachel Gabbard, Casey Bramble, and Maddie Kennedy. Talked about how good both of these pitchers are. They both already have three strikeouts two innings into this ballgame. Rachel Gabbard had the big single in the first inning yesterday to get the Lions off to a good start. Gabbard hitting 379, three homers, 41 RBIs. She had a birthday earlier this week. Yeah, Rachel had a good afternoon yesterday. Two hits, two RBIs. Two for four on the day yesterday. Right-handed batter. And the first pitch from O'Reilly hangs upstairs for a ball. Rachel held up her swing. One or no the count. Rachel hitting 379. She's got 47 hits, 11 doubles, and as you mentioned, three home runs. Gabbard with the infield playing in a couple of steps at the corners. That's outside 2-0. O'Reilly goes up, and then she goes out, and now it's a 2-0 count. Middle of the infield playing back near the outfield grass. This is a dirt infield here at Genesio. That pitch outside 3-0. Gabbard up big, 3-0. O'Reilly tries to go outside once again, and she's going to take her slow walk back to second, take a deep breath, and get back on the rubber. Bramble on deck. Rachel ahead in the count, 3-0. and And the pitch took it right down Broadway, 3-1. and Yeah, 3-0, you're taking all the way. Now 3-1 count. Rachel's got to stay patient and look for a pitch to drive. Bramble, 35 on the back of her pinstripe uniform. And the 3-1 pitch. Swung on and missed underneath that fast offering. And the count now 3-2. and O'Reilly was down 3-0. Now brings it all the way back to full count on Gabbard. Three and two to the leadoff hitter here in the second. And the pitch swung on foul tip 
in and out of the glove of the catcher, Karamutsis. And the count stays three and two. O'Reilly into the wind and the 3-2 pitch. Upstairs, ball four. O'Reilly's taking a long look in. She did not agree with that call today, but that's a nice A-B for Rachel Gabbert. She draws the walk, and right on cue, we're going to have a pinch runner. Chris, based upon what he was calling a strike in the first inning, that was a strike. Looks like Alyssa Whitmer is going to come in to run for Rachel Gabbert. So Whitmer in. Running for Gabbard. Nobody down here in the inning. Whitmer at first base. Gabbard has something to say to Casey Bramble in the on-deck circle as she heads to the dugout. Coming into today, O'Reilly had 43 walks on the year, and that'll be her first walk this afternoon. So nobody down. Runner at first base is Alyssa Whitmer. And Babson expecting a bun out of Bramble here, hitting 176. She squares, takes it at the knees for a strike. Bramble says, my bad to Coach Gotterwitz. That's the one that she wanted to bunt. That was low in the zone. Wanted to put that one down. Whitmer gets the call from Gotterwitz down in the third base box. Morris coaching in the first base box. Bramble squares the bunt, lays it down, foul. Back to the first base on deck circle, 0-2. Now Bramble's got to go to work. She's back 0-2, unable to get the bunt down. Whitmer still at first, no outs for the Lions, down 1-0. Games like this, Chris, we've said it all year long, you've got to be able to execute. Bramble, 0-2 the count. Pulls the bat back, swings, and struck her out. O'Reilly gets it on the rise ball, and that's her fourth strike out of the game, and that's the first out of the inning. Maddie Kennedy up to the plate now. Kennedy hitting 341, the freshman. Now batting number four, Maddie Kennedy. Right-handed batter made a nice catch in the first inning. Had a slightly sprained ankle last night is what that turned out to be. That pitch swung on and missed. Kennedy takes a big cut upstairs. O'Reilly starts her off with a rise upstairs. She's got a heck of a riser, but they've got to be able to keep off those pitches because they're not going to be able to catch up with them. Now Kennedy moves forward in the box, swung on, tips it down the right field side. That one is deep, and it goes foul. <laughs> Kennedy put one to right field, bounced off the fence. Just missed being a two-run home run from Maddie Kennedy. Went foul, 0-2 the count. Casey Fincham is on deck. Whitmer still at first base, one down. Kennedy, down in the count, 0-2. Moves up in the batter's box again. O'Reilly delivers the 0-2. Swung on, fouled out of play again. Nice cut right there by Maddie Kennedy. She swings hard. She is not getting cheated on her swings. Kennedy, the freshman, came up with a three-for-three day in the championship game at Transylvania last Sunday. And the two-strike pitch, swung on and tapped out in front of the mound. Picked up O'Reilly, throws the first, is in time to get Kennedy. But advancing to second will be Whitmer, and that was a close play at first. That's a nice play by O'Reilly. It was a slow chopper to her. She had to turn. She's a left-hander, so she had to turn all the way around, throw her out at first. But that's a productive out for Kennedy. She moves Whitmer up to scoring position with two outs for Fincham. Well, here's that two-out RBI situation that we talked about earlier. Lions need a two-out ribby here from Fincham, and that pitch swung on and missed. 
Hampton takes a big cut. She had a nice afternoon yesterday. She had two hits as well, had an RBI. Whitmer at second. Tying run here in the second. That pitch called strike over the outside corner. And Fincham backs away, shaking her head. Right now, neither team knows what a strike is. O'Reilly keeping it low in the zone against Fincham so far. Up 0-2, two outs. 0-2 the count. And O'Reilly's pitch swung on, fouled back to the screen. Talked about the timely base hits. Batson was able to come up with one in the first. That's how they got the lead. Whitmer's at second for the Lions. Two down here in the inning. Fincham, open stance in the right-handed batter's box. Two-strike pitch, checked her swing, outside. Way to lay off that outside pitch. One and two. Two down. On deck, B. Ivers. First base is open. And O'Reilly's one-two delivery. And check swing, called strike three over the outside corner. Every out but one so far registered by Babson has been a strikeout. O'Reilly has got five in the ballgame so far. No runs, no hits, no errors. We leave one on base. And we head to the third. It is still Babson one, the Lions nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. If you're looking for a pediatrician that will take time to listen with genuine concern and compassion, make an appointment with Mount St. Joseph alum, Dr. Libby Spees. Call 513-246-8900. Dr. Spees has been a part of the Cincinnati area all of her life and has experienced a lifelong affinity for working with children and helps them feel comfortable. She gets to know the patient, not just their medical charts, but their interests, hobbies, likes, and dislikes. So become a part of the Spees medical family. Call today for an appointment. Dr. Libby Spees, 513-246-8900. Well, it is one to nothing. Babson leads it here as we head into the third inning of play. Kamakul retires the side in order in the second. And it will be the 9-1-2 and two hitters for the Beavers. Natoli, the left fielder, and then the top of the order, Sarah Moore. And Laubier. Natoli hitting 172, the left fielder. Right-handed batter. Steps into the box to lead it off here in the top of the third. And the pitch to the plate is down low ball. Natoli coming in hitting 172. She's got 17 hits on the year. Six doubles, two triples, and she actually has two home runs. One and on the count. Boy, this strike zone, nobody knows what it is. That pitch swung on and missed. Nice pitch by McCool to get her swinging through that strike. One and one. Natoli, number eight on the back of her green top uniform. And the one-one pitch from McCool. Swung on, fisted down the left field side. Lang gives chase over to the fence and it will fall out of play. Lang has made several nice plays out in left field. Just ran out of real estate on that one as it... Goes out of play down the left field line. Yeah, she about had a catch yesterday that we were not privy to because we couldn't see it down the left-hand side, but she caught the ball, hit the tarp, and coughed it up, or she would have had another great catch. That pitch high. Two and two. Natoli comes into the game with 30 strikeouts on the year. Two and two. McCool. 
into the wind and the pitch to Natoli. Struck her out swinging. Sam gets her fourth strikeout of the day. Gets Natoli swinging on the outside corner for the first out of the top of the third. And it brings up Sarah Moore. Moore reached on a single. Went to second on the air. So she is one for one with a run scored. Only run of the ball game so far. Left-handed batter came in hitting 314. In it close to third is Fincham, and that's a strike over the outside part of the plate. 0-1. Moore is a freshman from Pennsylvania. She's the outfielder, and as you mentioned, she scored the lone run in the day's game so far. Moore has been their leadoff hitter all year long. In fact, talking with some of the assistant coaches for Babson. That pitch swung on and fouled straight back and out of play, and the count is 0-2. There are only three spots in this batting order that Dave Cannon won't touch. Lead off, clean up, and number nine. The rest of it could be all fluctuated from game to game. 0-2 the count. And the pitch to Moore high. Moore leads the team in hits. She leads the team in stolen bases, and she went 5 for 11 at the plate last week's New Mac tournament. Babson got an at-large. They did not win their conference tournament last weekend. And the two-strike pitch. Off strike three over the inside corner. McCool gets more looking over the inside corner, and that's her fifth strikeout of the day. And again, another batter goes back to the dugout wondering what the strike zone is. And it's been that way for both teams so far in this one. Nobody has quite been able to figure out that mystery yet. And it brings up LaBouliere. LaBouliere, the right-handed hitting center fielder. That pitch is a strike. Oh, and one the count. LaBouliere struck out her first time up 0 for 1. Center fielder came in hitting 356. And that pitch has to turn away from an inside offering, one and one. Lavoulier, tall, lanky, athletic center fielder with a strong arm. One and one the count. That pitch called strike over the outside corner, one and two. Starting to call that outside corner for McCall. McCool here in the third inning. Gonna have to adjust as the game moves forward, Dave. One and two. And the pitch swung on, fouled out of play on a low offering. And the count stays one and two. Problem is, what do you adjust from? I mean, he's called some outside strikes, and then others outside he's called balls. High pitches, strikes. I mean, he's been all over the place so far in the first two and two-thirds innings. Back-to-back NCAA regional appearances for both of these teams. Babson went 0-2 last year. The Lions made it all the way to the regional championship before losing to DePaul. DePaul got beat yesterday, too, and Cammie Henry, you said, might be hurt. That two-strike pitch outside. See what I mean? That looked to be the same pitch that she threw two pitches ago that was called strike, and this time a ball. Two and two. That'd be a shame if Henry is really hurt significantly. 2-2 pitch, swung on, fisted foul and out of play. Bollier putting together a nice at-bat, 2-2 count. She's fouled off several. Here we go, Tanner, your turn, your turn, Ted. 
Leboulier, right-handed batter, spread out over that right-handed batter's box. Of course, she's about 6-2. McCool, the two-strike pitch to the plate. Down low, three and two. Crowd is definitely into this one again. It's oh, yeah. and on on every pitch. It's the same guy <laughs> from yesterday, too. We had a lot of fun with him. And the payoff pitch to the plate. Swung on assisted foul. Tell you one thing, if you don't know it, you'll know it by the end of this game that a walk is as good as a hit. <laughs> First time ever matchup between the Mount and Babson. Never faced each other. Same way it was with Genicio yesterday afternoon. Never faced the night. Two strike pitch, swung on, fly ball, left field. Lang coming in on the run, has it, chest high, and that'll end it here in the inning. For Babson, they go down one, two, three. We head to the bottom of the third inning, and it's still Babson one, the Mount Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar Store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Lions down on the scoreboard, one to nothing. And for the Lions, they will send up Ivers, McDonald, and Lang of the six outs that Babson has registered against the Lions so far in this game. Five of them have been via the strikeout route. Talk about how good both of these pitchers were going to be, Dave. Already ten strikeouts combined in today's game, and we're going to the bottom of the third. Yep, you got two of the better strikeout pitchers in the country facing off against each other in this one. And O'Reilly right near the top. Ivers yesterday was two for three. Had a ribby. Came in to this ball game hitting 324, her first at bat to lead it off here in the third. And that pitch behind on a riser. 0-1 the count, swung on a miss. Ivers comes into the day with 34 hits. She's got nine doubles, one triple, and three home runs. Winner plays tomorrow at noon. Loser plays this afternoon around 4.35 o'clock. That pitch strike to Kniez. O'Reilly gets ahead 0-2. Gets a strike low in the zone called for. Sandy the bus driver moving over into the bleachers right beside us. 0-2 the count. And that pitch swung on and missed. Went down on three straight. O'Reilly gets Ivers chasing upstairs, and that's her sixth strikeout of the game. So far, she had 13 yesterday. Brings up Emily McDonald. McDonald hitting 356, the center fielder. Lions, I'd have to go back and look, but most of their strikeouts today of the six have been on that riser. That pitch swung on line into left field deep, and it is off the fence, off the warning track. McDonald's going to slide into second base with a double. Emily McDonald, the freshman from Indianapolis, Indiana, steps up to the box and says, throw me one pitch, I'm going to take it off the left field fence, and I'm going to get a stand-up double to get this offense going. That's what we needed, Dave, right there. First 
hit of the ball game for the Lions. And it's the number nine hitter, Emily McDonald, coming away with it. Off the bat, I thought he was going. One down here in the inning, Allie Lang now up. She struck out her first time. Bunts that one foul back behind home plate. And it bounces off the screen to the left of us into the stands. It's going to be McDonald's 14th double of the year. She came in hitting 356 in that nine-hole spot. And the freshman delivered a big-time hit to put herself in scoring position. Lang. Owen won the count. Bunts that one right out in front of the plate. Good bunt. O'Reilly throws to first base, and she is in time to get Lang. There is no way. No way. Lang was through the bag by the time he called her out. That is a great bunt by Allie Lang. Great play by O'Reilly. She gets the call, and it's the second out of the inning. McDonald does move up to third, but that is a bang-bang call that does not go the Lions' way early. So the sacrifice is complete, moving her to third. But now it brings it up to Stevenson with two down. Two down, tying run is at third. Stevenson struck out her first time. That pitch down low for a ball. Stevenson coming into today, hitting 297, 38 hits. She's second on the team with 25 RBIs. McDonald 60 feet away. Okay. 1-0 the count. And the pitch called strike. Hit the outside part of the plate, one and one. And the freshman for the Lions deliver McDonald with the two, with the one out double. She advanced to third on Alley Lang punt. Stevenson at the plate now. Two down here in the inning, one and one the count. That pitch swung on and missed. Stevenson way behind on that pitch, and she's down in the count, one and two. O'Reilly looking to get her seventh strikeout of the day. She's up one two, two outs in the inning, bottom of the third. Stevenson up close to the box. Down one and two in the count. That pitch swung on. Looped down the right field side, and it will be up there, and the Lions have tied it up. That's just a little bloop that goes the Lions' way. Stevenson just puts a bat on it on the outside corner, and it bloops in behind the first baseman, and the Lions have tied the game with McDonald scoring, and the freshman delivered for the Lions. 1-1 the score here in the bottom of the third, and it brings up Cornelius with Stevenson at first base getting the two-out RBI again. That's a nice job by Stevenson just getting a bat on the ball right there. Yep, dropped right on the outfield grass behind the first baseman. One-to-one, still two outs. Cornelius, fly ball, center field coming in, Laboulier, and she's got it for the third out of the inning. But in the inning, for the Lions, they tie it up on one run, two base hits, no errors, and they leave one on. As we head to the fourth inning of play, it's now the Mount 1, Babson 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, Chris, we've talked a lot about it, but two out RBIs, and it's really what counts in games like this, and the Lions come up with one of their own. Just a really nice job of Emily McDonald coming up. First pitch swinging, puts one up off the wall. Stevenson battles. She gets down to two strikes and just barrels up a ball and bloops in down the first base side and scores the run. Two freshmen delivered for a big time for the Lions. 
Now this is a big inning for the Lions. They're facing the three, four, and five hitters for Babson. Isabel Aguilar, the shortstop, flied to right on a great play by Maddie Kennedy coming in on basket catch. A low-lining fly ball to right. And Aguilar hits it right to the shortstop. Cornelius, she'll throw across in time for the first out of the inning. It's a routine play for the freshman shortstop. Cornelius, she makes it smooth, gathers it, throws it over to first to Gabbert for the first out and a quick out for McCool. Karamutsis, the shorts, or excuse me, the catcher is up now. Karamutsis singled her first time up, drove home the only run of the ball game to this point for the Beavers. One down here in the fourth. That pitch is grounded foul past the third base bag. Talk about how strong the pitching's been. We've had 11 total strikeouts. We've had two runs scored and only four hits in the entire ball game. We're top of the fourth tie ball game. Ball went under the fence down the left field side. Now somebody's <laughs> going to throw it in. The umpire said, let's wait. Now they're going to throw it in. Dave Kane and their head coach in his 23rd year, 542 wins. He's in shorts today. Yesterday it was hotter. He was in long pants. I talked to him this morning. He said, yeah, had to go to Walmart and get me a pair of shorts for today. <laughs> and the pitch to the plate called strike two. And McCool up 0-2 on the count. He gets that outside corner call. Oh, and two the count. One down here in the inning. We are knotted up here in the fourth at 1-1. Pitch to the play upstairs. Ooh, now, in the first inning, pitch. Chris, that was a strike twice. And this time it's a ball. So I'm saying nobody on either team has figured out the definition of a strike yet. Into the line, McCool. Two-strike pitch outside. Two and two now the count. On deck is Hennessy. Hennessy flied to left. Infield back at normal depth. Pitch down low, three and two. Cam got a battle back here, full count. You don't want to walk anybody. I want to give out three bases in today's game. It's going to be a tight niche game, tight score. Karamutsis, count full, three and two. And the pitch swung on a line foul and deep down the left field side out of play. Count stays three and two. Karamutsis does have one home run on the, on the year. She's got 12 doubles and two triples. And RBI today. Right-handed batter. One for one on the afternoon, as we said. And the pitch swung on, fouled out of play again. Chris, this game is almost eerily reminiscent of the, the first Defiance game where the Beavers just could concentrate on that inside part of the plate. They don't have to worry about the outside. It's not going to be a strike. Well, he was giving it to her the last inning, yeah. but not this inning. Three and two. Pitch to the plate. Ball four upstairs. That'll be the first walk of the afternoon for McCool, and the Beavers have a runner on with one out. Brings up Molly Hennessy, who flied to left her first time. And the home plate umpire is going to have the batter. Looks like she had something on her wrist. Yeah, it looks like a medical alert bracelet. And he's going to let her keep it on. 
He had to go fill up his pockets for softballs once again. So there is one down. Runner at first base. Ian Karamutsis after the first walk of the ball game. And the pitch to the plate down low. B with a nice stop behind home plate. Want to know the count. Karamutsis does have two stolen bases. Hennessy has one home run on the year. Well, the doctor would have ordered a nice easy inning for Cam after the Lions tied it up in the bottom of the third. But she's got to fight through this. Pop up on the infield. Coming over is Cornelius and has it for the second out of the inning. That's a nice out right there from McCool. Gets Hennessy to pop up to the shortstop Cornelius. That's two outs in the inning, but the Beavers still have a runner at first. Jocelyn 0 for 1 in the ballgame. Struck out swing her first time up. Two down, runner at first base is Karamutsis, the catcher. Lions trying to get through this top of the fourth. That pitch swung on and fouled straight back against the screen. Jocelyn coming into today with 42 hits. She has nine doubles, five triples, 29 RBIs. Oh, and one the count. Jocelyn, right handed batter, stands deep in the batter's box. And the 0-1 swung on a grounded wide of third and foul. McCool now up 0-2 on the count on Jocelyn. Just looking for this third out. Top of the fourth inning, 1-1 to game. Semifinals, winner's bracket. There are some threatening clouds coming in off to the west, but not anything too serious as of right now. 0-2 the count. Wind picking up here at Rashi Field. That pitch is off the outside corner and if it was it was by a centimeter that is a tough pitch to take if you're Jocelyn nice location from McCool this thing is the strike zone is like a cruise ship Beezy's up back down there side smiling. to side <laughs> one and two pitch to the plate swung on foul back and out of play Cam up over 70 pitches on the afternoon One and two the count to Jocelyn. Morris is on deck if they keep it alive. Two down in the inning. Karamutsis at first. Into the wind and the pitch high. And the count now two and two. Cool here. You got to go at it right here. Two two count. Runner at first. Two outs in the inning. Jocelyn came in hitting three eleven. Two and two. And the pitch popped up on the infield again. Cornelius comes over, has it off to her left, and that'll do it here in the inning as the Lions get out of it. And for the Beavers, no runs on no hits. They leave one on and no mount errors. We head to the bottom of the fourth. It is all tied up at one on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. 1 1 as we head to the bottom of the fourth inning, and it will be Gabbard, Bramble, and Kennedy, Chris, for the Lions coming up. Yeah, this is the, mar- this is the part of the lineup that you want to see. 
see that leadership of Gabbert and Bramble, and then obviously Kennedy's had a really last couple months been really good. And uh, we told you that one or two runs may win this thing, and it's one-one. We're going to the bottom of the fourth, and we've had a good pitching duel and a, just a gritty game by both teams. It has been extremely good game here. Rachel Gabbard up to the plate, walked her first time up, was bench run for by Alyssa Whitmer, and Whitmer then was stranded at second base in the second inning. Boy, the Lions, could they use a long ball here by Gabbard? (laughs) Talk about turning the complexion of this one. 1-1, we head to the bottom of the fourth. And O'Reilly's pitch to Gabbard. Swung on in this boy. She was keyed up for that one. She was trying to send one over the fence on that swing. Gabbard's got three home runs on the year. She leads this team in RBIs with 41. Owen won the count. Bramble is on deck. Swung on and missed again. Gabbard underneath those first two swings in the count 0-2. Two big cuts for Gabbard. She had a great afternoon yesterday for the Lions. Second team all HCAC. 0-2 the count. O'Reilly puts that one upstairs. Tried to get at, get her to go after a high one. Rachel held off of it. 1-2. and two. O'Reilly has stayed ahead of the hitters this afternoon. She's only lost one. Giving up two hits. That pitch swung on and missed. Got her swinging. O'Reilly gets Gabbard swinging for the first out of the inning. That's seven strikeouts in the ballgame so far. And with one away, it brings up one of those seven strikeouts. Casey Bramble, 0 for 1 in the afternoon. Bramble could not lay the bunt down in the second inning. Ended up striking out. That pitch swung on and missed. Bramble coming in, hitting 176 from Makota West High School in Ohio. Maddie Kennedy is on deck, 0 1 the. Pitch to Casey, squared to Bunt, took it upstairs for a ball. One and one, the catcher, Karamutsis, wants to know where that pitch was. He says it was upstairs. One and one the count now to Bramble. That pitch bunted up the first base side, but it will go foul. And the count now moves to one and two. Bramble trying to plant for a base hit right there. Tried to put one down the first base side and just rolls foul. Now she's got to go to work with one-two count against O'Reilly. One and two. Bramble squares. Now pulls the bat back. And she tried to check her swing but went too far. Strike three. That's the second strike out of the inning. She gets Gabbard. She gets Bramble. And that's the eighth of the day for O'Reilly. Maddie Kennedy, who bounced out to first base her first time up. 0 for 1 in the ball game. Two down here in the inning. 1-1 tie. That pitch outside. Lions only two hits on the day. One by McDonald. One by Kelsey Stevenson. Same for Babson. Moore has one hit. And Karamazoo has one hit. And the 1-0 swung on. Foul back out of play. You know, the one thing I've noticed about O'Reilly is she is not worried about pitching from behind. She doesn't do it very often, but she's not worried about it. Yeah, she's got a swagger about her that is a tough competitor, that's for sure. Two down in the inning. 1-1 time. Pitch is in tight on Kennedy. Count now goes to 2-1. and one. Nice eye by Kennedy. Tried to go up and in on her. 
And wait for your pitch to drive with not going to give too many away. Kennedy, slight crouch at the plate. Hands about shoulder high. Pitch swung on and popped up. Foul over into the third base dugout, and it will hit the top of the dugout. Go foul. And the count now moves to two balls, two strikes. Kennedy had an outstanding HCAC tournament. She was named to the all-tournament team last weekend. Almost hit for the cycle in the championship game. And the 2-2 pitch, swung on, lined into center field for a base hit. She went right up, got that riser, and clubbed it into center field for the Lions' third hit of the afternoon. And that's three hits by three freshmen, Stevenson, Kennedy, and McDonald. And that was a nice A-B for Kennedy, as you mentioned. She goes up, barrels up a ball to single to center field. Two down, Kennedy at first, and it brings up Fincham. Casey struck out looking her first time up. And the pitch swung on and fouled out of play. Lions might be, I don't know, it's looking almost like, Chris, they're starting to get their timing set against O'Reilly. Starting to foul off several pitches. Yeah. We're in the bottom of the fourth, 1-1 score. That pitch outside, 1-1. One one. Have to make O'Reilly throw pitches. She threw up over 130 yesterday. She's up near over 60 today. Yep, threw all eight innings yesterday. One and one the count. To Fincham takes upstairs. Two and one. Good eye by Fincham to lay off that. Ivers is on deck for the Lions. Kennedy trying to play games down at first base with Karamutsis, the catcher. Karamutsis is getting the ball right back to O'Reilly. Kennedy at first two down. The two one swung on, popped up on the infield. Going back into short right field is the second baseman. Morris reaches up and grabs it and has a snow cone at the end of that catch. But in the inning for the Lions, they get no runs on one base hit, leave one on. No errors for Babson. We head to the fifth inning of play. It's Babson 1, the Mount 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Sometimes circumstances require the services of a private investigator. And when that happens, contact Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati. They specialize in surveillance, insurance fraud investigations, workers' comp, witness location and protection, accident reconstruction, and stolen auto and construction equipment. Official Investigations and Security Services also provides mobile notary services throughout the tri-state area. So for your needs, call the best. Courtesy, professionalism, experience, and results. Official Investigations and Security Services at 844-263-3424. Well, I will say this, Chris. They've got the best in-between inning music that we've heard (laughs) tournament-wise all season long and all regular season. Yeah, everybody up here in Genesio has been really nice to us and uh, really accommodating as well. But interesting stat for Babson. After being tied after the fourth inning on the year, they're 7-6. and six, But after leading after five innings, they're 30-0. and 0. So we're into this late of this ball game and every run, every strike, and every out matters the rest of the way. Bottom third of the batting order, Lexi Marcus. Morris, excuse me, Morris. Leading it off, she popped out the second her first time, bunts that one foul behind home plate. Morris coming in, hitting 314. She's got 43 hits on the year, five doubles, one triple, one home run, 24 RBIs. Made a great play right there at second. A little bit of a shaky play, but came away with it to end the inning. You know, you laugh at me. I bring my portable pencil sharpener, but it sure does help out. <laughs> All in one. 
pitch to Morris. Swung on and fouled right back into B. Ivers. And the umpire is going to give her a chance to... B. Tills coach got it with. I'm fine. <laughs> I don't think anything ever bothers B. Not too much. She just shakes her head and goes yeah. along with it. Moves along throughout life. <laughs> and the count 0-2. End of the line and the pitch. High and outside. One and two the count. Morris with only nine strikeouts on the year coming into the day. Arnica Zondek. One and two the count. Cam using a lot of time in between pitches now. And that pitch is called strike three over the inside corner. That is a nice pitch for Cam McCool on the inside corner. She gets Morris looking, and it's her sixth strikeout of the afternoon. First out of the inning. Brings up Kara Harnick. Harnick struck out. She's one of the six. Went down swinging, left-handed batter. And Fincham is going to come in close at third, and so is Gabbard at first. The entire infield defense for the Lions looks at their play cards on their left wrist. And now the pitch. Squaring Harnick takes it low and outside for a ball. A lot of movement right there on the infield. Stevenson was coming over to take the bag at first. Gabbert and Fincham coming in on the corners. Looking for Harnick to lay down a bunt for a base hit. 1-0 the count. Infield playing in. The outfield playing in also. And that pitch called strike over the outside corner right at the letters, one and one. Ivers peers in for the dugout for the sign. So does McCool. And the one-one pitch is a called strike right down Main Street. Really froze Harnick, and the count is now one and two. Cam is being really good about her location right now, Dave. She's been going inside, outside, up and down, and Babson has not been able to draw a beat on it as of yet. One, two, pitch, scatter, swinging on an outside offering. Cam is locked and loaded right now. She's got seven strikeouts on the afternoon, and that's the second out of the inning. And it brings up a Brandiana Natoli. Natoli, the left fielder, hitting 172, struck out the first time. Natoli 0 for 1, right-handed hitter. Two down here in the inning and a 1-1 ball game. We are in the fifth. That pitch, and that's a ball. The entire Mount St. Joseph crowd thought it was a strike, and all of a sudden, no, I guess it's a ball. Not sure why. And the 1-0 pitch, down low, 2-0. If you're Cam right here, you want to get the nine-hole hitter, so Moore leads off the inning. You don't want to put a runner on with the top of the lineup up. I'm telling you, Chris, when there gets to be two outs, the strike zone appears all this game to shrink. When there are two outs in the inning. That pitch called strike, went right down Broadway, 2-1. and one. Nice job by Cam to bounce back, 2-1 count, two outs in the inning. Top yeah. of the fifth, 1-1 ball game. This is a big, big hitter for the Lions, as you said. Natoli with two down, 2-1. Two and one. That pitch hit her in the shoulder. Came inside, and it caught up on her shoulder, and that's a base runner for the Beavers, and that's going to bring the leadoff Moore up to the plate. Moore is struck out and reached on a base hit, advanced to second on an error, and scored the only run of the game so far for the Beavers. 
Natoli only has three stolen bases on the year. Natoli at first base. She has not been caught stealing, though. She is three for three. And the pitch swung on fly ball into short left field coming in as Lane has it on the run right on the outfield grass where the infield meets it. And that's the third out of the inning. And Sarah Moore goes down on a fly ball to left field. Boy, what a blessing it is to have Allie Lang out in left field. The Beavers go down, no runs, no hits. They pick up just one base runner, and that was on a hit-by-pitch. No errors by the Lions. We head to the bottom of the fifth. It's still 1-1. The Mount and the Beavers on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. B. Ivers is going to lead it off for the Lions in this inning. Lions and Babson all tied up at one apiece. Lions fans trying to get behind this team as we go to the bottom of the fifth. It's one to one. Babson ranked 23rd in the country and number two seed in the, this weekend's regional. Ivers, McDonald, and Lang for the Lions here in the bottom of the fifth. It's a 1-1 ball game. And the first pitch of the inning to Ivers. Check swing, fouled it off the first base dugout <laughs> Ivers took a late cut on that one, fouled it back, almost went into the first base dugout. Owen won the count. Ivers steps back in. And the pitch swung on, popped up on the infield, calling for it is the shortstop Aguilar, and she has it for the first out. O'Reilly gets Ivers to sky one to the shortstop for the first out of the inning. And it brings up Emily McDonald, who has doubled and scored her only time up. One for one in the ball game. McDonald, the center fielder, right-handed batter against the lefty O'Reilly. One down in the inning. And that pitch is a called strike. On one. Macy Cornelius has her glasses flipped upside down, her cap flipped upside down as the Lions dug out, trying to bring some energy late in this game. On one the count. To McDonald, that pitch swung on and fouled out of play on the right field side. And the count now 0-2. Logan McDonald is in the bullpen down the right field side, the righty for Babson. 0-2 with Lang on deck. And check swing, took a ball upstairs, 1-2. Nice eye by McDonald not to chase something up in the zone. One and two to McDonald. Went after the very first pitcher, first time up. That pitch swung on, fouled back and out of play. Again, and the count stays, one and two. Emily coming into today hitting 356, 36 hits. She has 37 today, and now she's got 14 doubles on the year. One ball, two strikes the count to McDonald. 
And it is a changeup hung outside. And the count two and two. That's first one of the first, first time we've seen a changeup from O'Reilly. She doesn't throw it a lot. She's high velocity, high in the zone on the outside, and she tries to get McDonald. She threw it more yesterday than we have seen today. 2-2, two, two, foul back again. Give credit to McDonald right here, battling, being patient, looking for her pitch to drive, making O'Reilly throw several pitches. She's up over 70. And after throwing eight innings yesterday, 130 pitches in that heat, coming back today. And the two-strike pitch swung on, blooped down the right field side, and it will drift foul. Unable to catch up to it is the right fielder Moore. And the count remains. Two balls, two strikes. Only one out in the inning. We're in the bottom of the fifth. It's one to one. Only five hits in the entire ball game. We're up to 15 strikeouts between these two pitchers. McDonald back into the batter's box. Two and two the count. And O'Reilly's pitch to the plate. Foul tipped in and out of the glove of the catcher. And staying alive is McDonald. Count stays two and two. McDonald just staying aggressive, staying alive, fouling pitches off. Freshman from Indianapolis, Indiana. Two and two the count to McDonald. Lang is on deck again. And the pitch to the play. Got her swinging. O'Reilly wins the battle with McDonald for her ninth strikeout of the day. So there are two down here in the bottom of the fifth that brings up Allie Lang. Lang is sacrificed and struck out. 0 for 1 in the ballgame. Two down. 1-1 one, one ballgame. Here in the bottom of the fifth. And the pitch to Lang. Takes it down below the knees for a ball. 1-0. Allie Lang with 51 hits. She's had three triples hitting 4-0-2 on the year. But has played outstanding defense in left field. One another count, and the pitch to Lang slaps it foul back up against the screen. And the count evens up now, one ball, one strike. Two down in the inning. If Lang can keep it alive, Stevenson is on deck. McDonald is done warming up in the bullpen. They're bringing her back into the dugout. And the 1-1 pitch, check swing, and they're going to call it a strike. And the count moves now to one and two. Allie frustrated with herself to look not to lay off that high rise. One and two, two down in the inning. One-one ball game. And the pitch to the play, high. Nice job by Lang. That's the same pitch she checked swing on earlier. She lays off that one, two-two count. O'Reilly starting to take a little bit longer in between every pitch as we get late into this ball game. Overcast skies. Two and two. And the pitch to Lang. Swung on and bounced right back to the mound. O'Reilly bobbles it. Throws to first in time to get Lang. And the Lions go down. One, two, three. Here in the bottom of the fifth inning, we head to the sixth. It's still tied at one on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports. UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football. Basketball. Wrestling. Volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Literacy and 
Well, Babson has played now in 23 NCAA tournament games in their illustrious career. And of those 23 games, 12 of them have been decided by one run. And in, that, in another set, they're tied after the fifth inning. They're 3-3 three and three on the year going in after tied after the fifth inning. We've had five hits on the ball game combined. Four of the five hits become from freshmen on both sides of the ball. This is the kind of ball game we actually expected out of this one, a low-scoring defensive affair. Both these teams are excellent defensive clubs. Lions with 42 errors on the season, 46 for Babson. Stepping into the batter's box, the center fielder, Audrey Laboulier. Laboulier, right-handed hitter. She is bounced to the mound and slide out the center, and that pitch is fouled down the right field side and out of play. Excuse me, she is struck out and bounced fly to center. Ball bounced off the right field batting cages and came back actually into play. Kennedy had to go back over there to the corner and get the ball. All in one the count. Big inning here for the Lions. Two, three, and four hitters. Every inning is a big inning. Now, that's it. Line down the left field side and foul. And right off the bat. Lions will bring up 2-3-4 on the bottom half of this inning, so this could be a crucial inning in this ball game. No balls, two strikes. McCool with seven strikeouts on the game, only one walk. One-one game. McCool's two-strike pitch is outside for a ball, 1-1. One one. A lot of ease and odds the rest of the way on this one on every pitch. One ball, two strikes. Aguilar is on deck, and then comes Karamutsis. That pitch swung on and clubbed down the left field side and foul. Count stays, two strikes, one ball. McCool looks in, as does the entire infield for the Lions. And the one-two, swung on on a changeup, just kept her hands back and fouled it back out of play. I haven't seen a lot of changeups from McCool this afternoon either, but tries to get her on one right there, and she fouls it off. One and two. To Laboulier. Laboulier, right-handed batter. And that pitch just off the outside corner, I guess. Now, we've been playing Where's Waldo all afternoon. That one looked good on the outside corner. 2-2 two, two count. 2-2. Two and two. Into the wind, McCool, the two-strike pitch. Swung on, foul back and out of play. Well, I'd love to know, know the number of foul balls in this game between both teams. Well, this game just eerily reminiscent of that Defiance game about a month ago. McCool's two-strike delivery is another one just off the corner. All of a sudden, the strike zone has gotten a little tight here late in the game, and, and that's a great pitch by Cam McCool. And on that's the what team. all the coaches said, Chris. The strike zone shrinks the longer the game goes, and they don't understand why. 
And the 3-2. Swung on and missed. Batter swinging. Well, can McCool get their swing in? Eighth strikeout of the afternoon for McCool in the first out at the top of the but let's be honest. She had her struck out twice before that. Nice job by McCool to stay calm, cool, collect it, and then battle, 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 and get her swinging on the strikeout. Aguilar 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Fly to right. Grounded to short. Right-handed batter, one down here in the sixth. Top of the sixth. In a 1-1 ball game. Pitch swung on and fouled straight back. Cam once again ahead of the hitters. Aguilar hitting 308 on the year. 41 hits, eight doubles. Leads the team in home runs with four. All in one the count. And the pitch swung on, fly ball, left field, Lang giving chase down the left field side, but will run out of room and it'll go out of play. Aguilar is a senior from Avon, Connecticut, so senior on senior matchup again. McCool and Aguilar late in this game. 0-2. One of the Mount Sports Information people and wide receiver for the football team, Jake Ayler, giving us a wave on Twitter here this afternoon. <laughs> to the count. One down. And the pitch to the plate outside. I want to thank your mother-in-law for the water. Got some fans bringing us food. Like I need that, but it was still good. <laughs> One and two to count. One away here in the inning. Pitch to Aguilar. Swung on and lined foul again and out of play down the left field side. Cam tried to get her on the changeup. That's the second and third changeup we've seen. Home plate umpire says, I'm going to have to jog down to third. I'm going to gather a couple more balls. <laughs> is Aguilar just about the most physically imposing batter we've seen this year? Yeah, she's strong and she's big kid. We've seen some great softball so far. We're just oh, yeah. three games in on this weekend, but all four of these teams are really tough and they are really good. I mean, you could toss these teams into a hat and came out with a seating. Yeah, it's tough teams. 0-2, oh, 1-2, excuse me, that pitch, check swing outside. Held off on the check swing on the outside corner. Both Cam and B. Ivers agreed with it. Two and two. Wind and the pitch to the plate. Swung on fly ball. Right center field going over is Kennedy. Has a beat on it and has it for the second out of the inning. Nice job by Kennedy. That's a hard hit ball into the right center field gap. Kennedy got a great jump out in right field and was able to gather it for the second out. We've talked about it all year long, but there is a lot of speed in this outfield for yeah. the Lions. Between Lane, McDonald, and Kennedy, not too many fall in the outfield grass. So, there are two down here in the inning, and it brings up Karamutsis, the catcher. Mutsis takes it upstairs for a ball, I guess. Karamutsis has one hit on the day, also has the lone RBI for the Beavers. One for one in the afternoon. Ahead in the count, 1-0. Hennessy is on deck if they can keep it alive, and that pitch down low and in tight. And the count now 2 and 0. Your damn, just take a little bit of time right here. Get to take a couple deep breaths. Your middle part of this lineup. 200 down each line, 220 to center. 
Fence is about 10 feet high around the outfield. That pitch is upstairs. And the count now 3-0. It doesn't happen all game, Chris. When you get two outs, the strike zone becomes She's nothing. ducking down on right. every pitch, so he's not giving that strike call to McCool. Two away, 3-0 the count. See if she has the green light. And the pitch, down low, ball four. That's a four-pitch walk, and McCool's not happy about that one. Two outs in the inning, just looking for the last out. If you're McCool, take a deep breath. As well she shouldn't be. I mean, she had the first batter in this inning, LeBoulier, struck out twice before she finally went down swinging. This is great leadership from Gabbert and Ivers. They've all three been in this back-to-back years, and they each go say something to McCool, the senior pitcher, and they're just trying to kind of break the momentum up a little bit and just give her the confidence that she needs as she slaps the chest of Ivers and says, let's go. Hennessy has flied to left, popped out to short. 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Hennessy, right-handed batter. Runner at first base is Karamutsis. the third time today that she has been on base. Two via walks and on a base hit. That pitch swung on and missed. Hennessy way behind on that offering 0-1. Nice job by McCoy to get ahead of the count. You can just tell the focus level for both teams is at an all-time high. No balls, one strike to the third baseman. Pitch bunted down the third base line and it will go foul. That's an interesting call on a two-out runner at first. He's trying to lay a bunt down the left field line or third base side and it goes foul. Now McCool's up 0-2. Two outs in the inning. 0-2 the count. McCool into the wind and the pitch. Swung on and missed. Pitched out of the jam. She strikes out two in the inning. Babson leaves one on base. No runs, no hits, no errors. We go to the bottom of the sixth. It's still 1-1. Babson in the mount on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Barbarian Apparel is a cutting-edge sports apparel company. Barbarian Apparel provides high-quality team gear and active wear that is unrivaled at a great price. Barbarian Apparel fits not only individuals, but teams all over the world. And your team will stand out with Barbarian's custom sublimation, artwork, and screen printing. Each piece of team uniform is specifically designed with your preferences in mind, including graphics, color, logos, and fabric selections. Start your order today at BarbarianApparel.com or email any questions at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Barbarian Apparel, conquered the impossible. Well, for the Lions, it'll be the two, three, and four hitters in this inning. Kelsey Stevenson, Macy Cornelius, and Rachel Gabbard in a 1-1 ball game, bottom of the six. If you're not entertained with this, we've got 1-1 game, five hits total. We've got 18 strikeouts, both pitchers with nine so far in this game. Stevenson has driven in the only run of the day for the mount. She is one for two in the ball game. That was all the way back in the third inning. And she leads it off here in the sixth. Checks her swing upstairs for a ball. Going to be freshman Stevenson, freshman Cornelius. 
And then the junior Gabbert for the Lions. 2-3-4 in this inning. 1-0 the count. And the pitch swung on. Fly ball. Center field. It's going to drop in the Bermuda triangle. It'll drop. And it will get by the outfielders. Going into second is Stevenson sliding safe. Kelsey Stevenson delivers again for the Lions. She blitzed one into the center field. The two outfielders ran into each other, Dave, and a heads-up base running by Kelsey Stevenson to slide into second, and the Lions have a runner in scoring position with no out. That's a hustle double for Kelsey Stevenson. Stevenson has delivered twice in this afternoon for the Lions, the freshman from Mooresville, Indiana. And we're going to have a base runner for Stevenson, and that's going to be Karate Leslie. And we'll go freshman for senior, and Karate Leslie will come in and run for the... Freshman Stevenson, good job by Stevenson and a hustle play to get to second and get a little dirty. And I'll tell you one thing, if it's a base hit to the outfield, it will take a defensive tackle to stop Leslie from stopping at third. And the outfield's playing way deep They're in playing this outfield. Karate's got speed at second. Leslie's deep. talked about that before. She don't like being held up at third when she's got a scoring she, opportunity. She goes hard all the time, Dave. Cornelius, the freshman, Ooh. steps to the plate. Cornelius... 0 for 2 in the ball game. A strikeout and a flyout. The go-ahead run at second. There goes the bunt. Up the first base side. Throw to first base. First base. First base. Here comes Leslie to the plate. And Amira leads it 2-1. Cornelius lays down the bunt. Look at the emotion by the freshman at second. And the Lions crowd goes nuts. It was a ball fielded, but it was thrown down the right field line, and Karate goes from second to home on the play, and the Lions take the lead 2-1. to one. Freshmen deliver again for the Lions in this game, Dave. You've got to force the defense to make plays. That's what the Lions did, playing a little small ball. Cornelius with the speed, a great bunt, a ball thrown out to right field, and you said it, Karate Leslie coming hard to the plate to give the Lions a 2-1 lead. No way you were going to stop her at third base. Hey, don't look up now. Cornelius is at second. No outs in the inning, and Gabbard's coming to the plate. Dave Cannon went to the mound for the Beavers, has his say with O'Reilly, and now he goes back to the dugout. We need to get Cornelius in right here if you're the Lions, Dave. You've got Gabbard and Bramble on deck. Gabbard, 0 for 1 with a walk. Rachel, the right-handed hitter. They're expecting a bunt out of her. She squares, pulls it back, takes it high for a ball. Way to be smart. Center fielder coming in to cover. Did they mark that an error or a base hit and an error? Said reached on first on a throwing error. But still, Cornelius at second base. And the 1-0. Pulls the bat back, takes it outside, 2-0. Nice job by Gabbert. You only wanted to bunch strikes right here, making O'Reilly throw strikes. Gabbard stands up in front of the batter's box now. Squares again. Bunts it down the first baseline, but it will go foul. And the count now 2-1. and one. Babson is 0-6 when trailing after six innings in this season. Rachel batted, tried to bunt that one, and it was almost by her by the time she put the bat on the ball. And the 2-1 bunted right out in front of the plate. Picked up by the first baseman. Flips the first in time for the first out of the inning. And taking third is Cornelius on the sacrifice. Way to do a job. Rachel Gabbert gets a bunt down. Gets Cornelius to third. And that brings up the junior Bramble. The Lions are ranked third in the country in sacrifice bunts. And a little small ball is doing the job for the offense so far. Bramble has had a tough day today. She is 0 for 2, two strikeouts. But, boy, a base hit here. 
would make that all for naught. The pitch to Bramble. Strike over the outside corner. And if you're Bramble, you're looking for a fly ball, a ball to the right side. The infield is playing in for Babson. They don't want to give up another run. Logan McDonald again warming up down the right field side for Babson. Pitch to the plate. Swung on. Tapped to short. Coming over Aguilar. Picks it up. Throws the first in time to get Bramble. And holding right at third is Cornelius. That is a great play by the shortstop. She looked Cornelius back. Fired it across the diamond for the second out of the inning. Kennedy at the plate. Two outs. Cornelius 60 feet away for the Lions. Here's one of these two out RBI situations again, Chris. This would be a huge run for the Lions. Two to one. Mount leads it here in the bottom of the sixth. The pitch. Swung on and missed by Maddie. 0-1. Maddie needs to take a deep breath right here. Just looking to get a base hit. we got to get Cornelius in. 2-1 Lions, bottom of the sixth. Kennedy down in the count, 0-1. And the pitch swung on fly ball right field. That's got some juice to it, and it is off the wall. It'll be 3-1. Kennedy is going to go into second with a stand-up double, and she's done it again. Maddie Kennedy delivers the big-time bomb off the right center field fence. Cornelius scored. Dave, I thought she had enough to get one out of the ballpark. But the freshmen continue to deliver for the Lions offensively. 3-1 to one Lions. That is a huge run for and the mound. Kennedy's still at second. Let's finish him up. If you can get a base hit here with Kennedy's speed. Finally base hitting. It is three to one mount in the bottom of the sixth. And the first pitch to Fincham. Called strike. A little small ball, a little couple base hits, making the defense make plays, and the freshmen have been outstanding today offensively. Fincham 0 for 2 on the afternoon. And the pitch to the plate upstairs. And the count now, one and one. Lions are now up to five hits, three runs on O'Reilly. She came into today's game 1.89 ERA. One and one the count to Casey. That pitch outside, two and one. Nice at bat so far by Fincham being patient, just looking for a pitch to drive. Kennedy at second. The second baseman for the Beavers, Morris, playing clear over towards first base. Leaving a huge hole up the middle. That pitch swung on and missed. Two and two. Big cut by Fincham. <laughs> Kennedy now two hits on the day. McDonald with one. Stevenson with one. Cornelius with the bunt. Casey. Two and two the count. Pitch to the plate. Foul tipped on a check swing. Back to the screen. It stays two and two. Fincham coming into the day, hitting 360. She's got 41 hits, 13 doubles, 22 RBIs. And she'd like to get Kennedy in from second. Three to one, Lions, bottom of the sixth. Kennedy at second, two down in the inning, two and two the count. The pitch to Fincham, swung on, popped up down the right field side. And it is going to be caught by Morris right on the foul line. And that will end the inning here for the mount. But in the inning, they get two runs. On two base hits, two doubles. They leave one on and one error in the inning. We go to the seventh. It's now the Mount Three and the Babson Beavers one on UltimateSportsTalk.com. 
now on the Mount St. Joseph campus. It's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Two runs in the bottom of the sixth inning, and the Mount has taken a 3-1 to one lead uh, here in the inning. You have to give credit to Kelsey Stevenson for the hustle play to get to second base. Then, obviously, Cornelius putting the bunt down. Maddie Kennedy comes up with the timely hits. Freshman delivered in a big moment in this season. The Cam McCool, can she shut the door right here? It'll be the six, seven, and eight hitters for the Beavers. Jocelyn, Morris, and Harnick. Jocelyn has struck out, popped a short. She is 0 for 2. Right-handed batter. Lions lead it 3 to 1 here in the 7th. McCool looking to end it here. And the pitch, gunned at it, missed it, strike 1. Cam's in the exact same spot she was last night, up 2 runs in the bottom of the 7th. Owen won the count now to Joslyn. Holds the bat up around her helmet. That pitch swung on and missed. Went fishing for an outside pitch. you got to think Cam is locked in the more that she's ever been this year. Right now, Dave, got a chance to put this team into the regional finals and have to get beat twice tomorrow afternoon. Owen two. And the pitch to the plate, swung on line to third, grabbed by Fincham for the first out of the inning. What a play by Casey Fincham. She just stuck her glove up as high as she could get it and gathered it for the first out. I got to relate to that two-inch <laughs> vertical. She skied for that one. Now two outs away for the Lions. Nice play by Fincham at third. One away, brings up Morris. 0 for 2. Hop to second, struck out. And the pitch. Upstairs around the bill of the cap, 1-0. Ivers smiling behind the plate, just having a good time. What a game this is. This is, is why you play the game, for these moments right here. 1-0 the count. That pitch popped up on the infield. Grabbing it is Stevenson for the second out. And the Lions are now just one out away from going to the regional finals. And having to get beat twice. Last year they made it to the finals against DePaul and lost in a winner-take-all game. We're gonna have a. I think we're gonna have a pinch. Nope. Pinch hitter. It's gonna be number six coming in to pinch it, and that'll be Athena <laughs> Hajapaneus. You thought we were gonna get away from this game without having to pronounce that. <laughs> really thought we were gonna get out of this one, but now they put put me to the test. McCool needs one more out. Hey, see? I'm right there. Hadjapaneas. She is the right-handed batter. Stepping into the batter's box. She's hitting 275 on the year, pinch hitting for Harnick. And the pitch outside for a ball. Cam McCool up over 112 pitches today. Nine strikeouts for the senior pitcher. Looking for the final out of the game. 1-0 pitch to the plate. 
Outside 2-0. Here we go again. When you get two outs every inning, the strike zone just continues to diminish. Coach is going to call time right here. You do not want to put a base runner on if you're McCool. you got to go after the pinch hitter right now. Yep, because you've got Natoli, the number nine hitter, on deck. She's hitting just 172. But she's got two home runs on the day, or on the year, sorry. We've got five hits in the ball game, all five from freshmen. Babson just two Talking hits on the day and one run. Talking with one of the parents saying, you know, I hope they never realize the, the scope of the situation that they're in <laughs> until it's over. Yes. Then they can realize, oh, my God, what have we done? 2-0. and oh. And the pitch. Strike. Nice job by McCool. Barrel down right here. Dig deep. Looking for the final out. Lions two strikes away. With this, if McCool's able to win, she would pass Sarah Miller for all-time wins in a season of 19. And Sarah would love it. The pitch swung on. Popped up to shortstop. Cornelius in point on this one. And the Lions win it here this afternoon by a final of 3-1 to and move into the championship of the region tomorrow afternoon at noon. And we'll have it right here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Chris, what a game. Unbelievable. Pitching was outstanding. O'Reilly threw a heck of a game for Babson. She had nine strikeouts, only gave up five hits and three runs. But you cannot take away what K. McCool did today. Two hits, one run, and the freshman behind her delivered a little small ball, a little timely base hitting, and some defense behind her. Complete team effort for the Lions, and they put themselves in a championship Sunday where they've got to get beat twice. We are going to have a 10-minute cool-down, and then the press conference is going to be held right here around our table, so we'll be bringing you the winning coach and also probably Cam McCool, and maybe we can get a couple of other players yeah. to come up and talk to us after this one. But what a huge win. You brought up Sarah Miller. I'll guarantee she's, she's at home happy. listening and happy as all get out over this win by the Lions and Cam breaking a record. Yeah, you have to give credit to Cam McCool, but nobody's cheering harder right now than Sarah Miller for Cam McCool. They had a great relationship last year, and she has now passed Sarah Miller for most all-time wins in a regular season with 19. Congratulations, Cam McCool, with another record-breaking. And now she has a chance to send the re to the Lions to Super Regionals with one win tomorrow for the first time in school history. Well, a lot of streaks were broken here today. Babson now 36-9 and on the year, while the Lions' overall record now 33-9. and They have won five in a row. They have won eight of their last ten in this tournament coming into this afternoon. Beth Goddard was with her 336th career victory, but most importantly, the Lions, the number four seed in this tournament, will be coming in, and they will be facing off with the somebody tomorrow. It could be Genesio, it could be Babson again, or it could be Stevens. Now, Stevens and Genesio are going to be playing in the game right following this one. Now, Babson's going to move into the 430 game this afternoon, and they will play the winner of the game between Genesio and Stevens. So we may see Stevens, our third straight foreign team, in this one, Chris, or we could see Genesio again. We could see Babson again. Yeah, I mean, if you're the Lions, uh, it doesn't matter who you see. It's going to be a quality team. These last three teams are in the same situation as last weekend. 
They're going to battle it out this afternoon to find out who comes to the Sunday afternoon championship Sunday for you. No matter who it is, they have to beat the Lions twice. And uh, the Lions have done everything they needed to do up to this point to put them in a great spot. And uh, just a great team effort by this team today. And uh, we saw them last night after that game. They were mentally drained. The focus and energy that goes into these games is just at an all-time high. And uh, just an unbelievable game for these freshmen and for the upperclassmen. I mean, the the moment that nobody's ever going to talk about is Gabbert and Ivers going out to talk to Cam right there when she was kind of in a little bit of a situation where she just needed a little bit of energy. And the juniors went to her, they talked to her, and she got the job done. And uh, congratulations to Cam on another outstanding performance today. Well, it was that sixth inning, and Chris and I are going to talk about it. We'll also be talking with Beth Goderwitz. We'll talk probably with Cam McCool, a couple more players coming up in just a few minutes. It's a ten-minute cool-down for the teams, and then we can talk to them here at our broadcast table here in Geneseo, the home of the Knights. But the Lions, nonetheless, keep this in mind. Tomorrow at noon, they're in the championship game. They have to be beat twice. And that game will start at noon. We will be on the air for you at 11.40 tomorrow afternoon. We'll be back with more after this. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University with 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities. We are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Climb higher at www.msj.edu. Do you want to grow as a leader? Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's degree in organizational leadership. Classes meet about one Saturday a month. Climb higher and become the leader you were meant to be. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hanging with your crew? Throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Chris, that sixth inning for the Lions, the bottom of the sixth. The very first batter, Kelsey Stevenson, leads off with a slap up the left center field gap. Rounds first, never missed a step, went right into second base with a head first slide on a hustle double. Yeah, the two outfielders actually ran into each other, and Kelsey never stopped out of the box, and it was a complete hustle play, sliding in head first, and put herself in scoring position for the Lions. And the next batter was Macy Cornelius, who... Bunted the ball out front of the plate. They threw it past first base, and that brought Stevenson home with the the go-ahead run. And that's just an opportunity where you have to force the defense to make the plays. Cornelius has speed. She was able to lay down a fantastic bunt. They gathered it, but they actually threw it down the right field line, and it, like you said, it brought Stevenson home, and it changed the whole momentum of the game. It absolutely did. That sent Cornelius to second base, then brought up Rachel Gabbard, your leading RBI girl, she lays down the bunt, the sacrifice, gets Cornelius to third with one out in the inning. It brings up Bramble. Bramble grounds out to short, so you think, okay, two outs, runner at third, and it brings up another freshman, Maddie Kennedy, and she blasts one to the night sign out in right center field and brings home the second run of the inning and a very important run. Yeah, and off the bat, I thought it was gone off of Kennedy's bat. She hit it hard out to right center field and that was a huge run to get Cornelius in three to one there the Lions and then you give it to Cam McCool in the seventh up two and it's pretty much 
Good night, Tom. And then, of course, Casey Fincham flied out to right, but it was a nice play by the right fielder to bring that one in. And the Lions went into the seventh inning with the lead 3-1, to one, and that's when Cam McCool slammed the door. Yeah, Cam was outstanding. She only gave up two hits, one run, nine strikeouts. Uh, just unbelievable, gritsy effort by her tonight. Uh, she came in yesterday. She had to throw a bunch. She uh, obviously had to come back into this heat again today and throw a lot of pitches. And uh, she'll be the first to credit the defense for making some plays behind her. Allie Lang with a nice play. Cornelius made some plays. Maddie Kennedy made a nice play out in, in the right field. But hustle plays, a little bit of small ball, timely base hitting, defense and pitching was the recipe today, and the Lions did all five very well. And both these teams played very good defense throughout the regular season. They both had fielding percentages above 960. The Beavers had committed 46 errors on the year. What did they end up with today? Two they, errors? They ended up with one error. Each team had one error. One error. The Lions came in with 42 errors, so they've got 43 now. Both these teams played good defense all throughout the season, but it was defense at the end of the game that the, the Babson just could not come through with what they needed to do in that, that sixth inning. We've talked about it a lot. These games are just different. They're high intensity, they're high focus, they mentally drain you, and when you get late in the game, you've got to force the defense to make the plays, and we all know, I don't care what level you're at, if you force them to make plays, somebody's going to make an error, somebody's going to get a bad break. Stevenson on the uh, first run of the game for us gets a bloop on a two-strike bloop down the first base side that sneaks in the right for a fair ball. So, I mean, you just it's part of it. When you survive in advance, you've got to go through all of that. Right. O'Reilly, out of the first six batters that she faced, she struck out five. Out of the first seven batters she faced, she struck out six. And then Emily McDonald comes up in the third inning and hits a left center double. First pitch. First pitch. And that woke up the Lions. They get a, they get a sacrifice out of Allie Lang. And as you said, Stevenson with that bloop down the right field side with two outs. The freshman comes forward with the big hit. And the Lions tie it up at 1-1. And that's when all the fun began. Yeah, I think with this team, it only takes them one hit. One or two hits to really get the offense going. This team has done an outstanding job all year long about making the adjustment with pitchers. We've got to give a second. O'Reilly is a heck of a ball player, and she is a heck of a pitcher. She ended up with nine strikeouts, and there's no doubt that she is a tough player, and that Babson team is really good. That's why they're ranked 23rd in the country. They were the two seed. That's a really good program over in that first base dugout. Well, the Lions won yesterday over Genesio 7-5. to They win here this afternoon 3-1. to They move into the championship game tomorrow at noon, and like you said, they got to get beat twice. Not only have the Lions knocked off the one seed, the two seed, but they've also knocked off two top 25 teams <laughs> in the country, and they've proven that they're an elite program in the country. Cam McCool has thrown back-to-back games and shown that she's one of the best pitchers in the country. And we've talked about it all year long, Chris, all year long and even last year. This team is bringing notoriety to the Heartland Conference no matter what. It's going to benefit the entire conference, every team in the conference. It's going to benefit everybody the further that the Mount goes into this tournament. This team, I don't know if it's like you said, sometimes with young players, they don't know any better. This is the first <laughs> time for all of these kids to go through this. Uh, but to play in an atmosphere like they did last night and to come back in the semifinals and know what's at stake and to come up with those five hits from five freshmen, that's huge. 
And, I mean, they're just going to continue to grow as players. They're going to continue to grow on and off the field. And when they get into these situations later in their career, it's not going to phase them. You saw it from Gabbert. You saw it from Ivers. And you saw it from McCool and Fincham today. The experience for last year showed today, and it prevailed the Lions to a big win today. And that's the reason I asked Casey Fincham that question last night. Just how much did last year help you guys out this year? And I think it's been a tremendous help. Babson took the early lead. Nobody got panicked. Everybody stayed calm. And we continued to play at a high level. Cam threw at a high level. And then all of a sudden, Emily gets that base hit for a double. And it takes the top off of this offense just a little bit. Chris, the first thing is, I mean, they play tomorrow. They've got to lose two. You know, you don't want to look forward past tomorrow, so we're not going to do that. Let's just say this. If they win this regional, they play next weekend. We don't know where. We don't care where. It'll just be another tournament. Yeah, potentially. I mean, there's so many speculations. There's so many things that you can throw out there. But you got to enjoy this one for a little bit. You have to enjoy the wins at this level. Uh, but then you get back to work tonight. And you find out who these three teams are going to battle it out. They're going to try to get all these games in. Overcast skies are starting to cloud up over the field now. They've still got to get two games in. If they do not get two games in, let's talk about this. They try to get this first game in. That'll make it down to three teams. There's a potential that somebody out of that loser's bracket is going to have to win three games tomorrow, just as the Lions had to do last year. Just last year, yeah. If they can't get this game in due to the weather, you may have a potential time where you have to have three wins on a Sunday afternoon. and. We're going to get the, uh, looks like we're going to have Coach Beth. We're going to have a senior pitcher, Cameron McCool. We're going to have two freshmen in Kelsey Stevenson and another freshman in Maddie Kennedy coming to us. As our, our booth right now has become the press area for everybody in this tournament. As the Lions are celebrating here this afternoon in this one, <laughs> Maddie Kennedy and Kelsey Stevenson, and let's talk to Maddie first of all, I guess, <laughs> as she's got to turn around and face the camera. You're facing the nation now, Maddie. <laughs> yep, here you go. All right, Maddie, first question. You come up in that situation. What are you thinking as you as you head up and before you got that double? Um, I looked down the line, and Coach said she needs to run, so I was just trying to get her to run. That's all I was trying to do. <laughs> You, you made an outstanding catch in the early part of the ball game, coming in and kept making that basket catch also. I mean, this this entire team, this outfield defense is pretty fast, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, just knowing that my center fielder has my back, so I go in with everything I have, and if it does get by me, I know it's there. So just charging with everything I have. O'Reilly sure. is one of the best pitchers in the country, and today we were able to get a couple base hits. We had five total for three runs. We had five base hits from five freshmen, and you delivered one. I thought it was gone off the bat. I know <laughs> yeah. you did, so too. Did <laughs> but uh, you just continued to play at a high level. I mean, you stand up big in the HCAC championship game. You come up big in the semifinals today. Nothing seems to phase you. Um, yeah, just once again, knowing that everybody in that dugout has my back, you know, like if I wouldn't have hit that and she wouldn't have scored, we're still up one. Cam's still going to set, set them all down. So just knowing that they all have your back lets you play loose, and when you play loose, you play good. So... This That's is, what I got. This is really one of the reasons that you came to the mound, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. Is it what you thought it would be? It's a lot better. It's a lot more than what I thought. I had high expectations, but this is amazing. All right, Maddie, good job today good job. and a good win. As Maddie Kennedy and now Kelsey Stevenson and, and Kelsey, first question is you come up in that third inning, you've got the runner at second base, 
your thought process through that at bat. What are you trying to What are you trying to do in that at bat to bring that run home? Um, I was just trying to put the ball in play, get it down somewhere in the gap. How tough was she to face? What was she throwing that was so tough for her? She was throwing like outside. It almost started way out and came in, and that kind of got me caught me off guard in the first inning. But as soon as I seen her the first time, I started attacking. Chelsea, talk a little bit about your hustle play. A lot of people aren't going to remember that as far as when you look in a box score. But the double, you hit a ball out to the bloop. They run into each other. You never stopped out of the box. You go head first into second, put you in scoring position. Huge play for us. Just talk about that thought for us, listen, just that hustle play. Yeah, I saw them collide, and I saw the balls down, and Judy said, you got to go. So <laughs> I got, gave it all I had. Was it something that you were thinking double right out of the box, or you just rounded? Mm, nope, I just rounded hard. Didi <laughs> said, you got to go, so I knew I had to hustle. Your confidence level is through the roof right now. You're playing at a really high level over the last two weeks. you got the all-tournament team. This weekend, you played in an environment like you did last night. We've knocked off the one seed. We've knocked off the two seed. The confidence level for you right now has got to be at an all-time high. Yes, it is. Is this the reason you came to the mount? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it what you expected? Yeah, it's more than I expected. All right. Good job. Thank good you, job, Kelsey. You. Kelsey Stevenson. And now, as far as I'm concerned, the pitcher of the year in the Heartland. <laughs> Forget the other people. You're the pitcher of the year. I'll tell you one thing, Cam. You stood out there, and that strike zone, I know you don't want to say it, but it was all over the place. But you kept your composure and kept battling and battling and battling. Yeah, so it was a little up, down, in, out. He wasn't going to be uh, too much on the plate, so or off the plate, I mean. So right. I had to kind of focus in and make the balls a little bit closer. I mean, toward, were you finding your groove about the third or fourth inning because your strikeouts started to increase at that point? Yeah, I could, I could get a feel for what the batters were doing, and so I was able to move my pitches a little more. Cam, you were in a very similar situation last night, tonight. You were up two runs going into the seventh. I know you can't wait to be in that spot. You showed it tonight. You had nine strikeouts. You fought through some adversity. They took the one nothing lead. Your offense once again helped you out. Just talk about what that offense did for you late in that ball game to give you the run support. Oh yeah, we had some very good hits late in the um, in the game, and that really pumped us up and got us going. So big time hits there. I know you and how you. I think I know you and how you think. And you got to be sitting in the dugout in that sixth inning thinking. All right, we got two runs. This thing is shut. Yep, I definitely was. I was like, we got to stay focused on the field, and we'll get it done. Yep, yep. yep. Cam, congratulations. You were outstanding nice last night. You were outstanding tonight, and you're proving why you're one of the best pitchers in the country. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good job, Thanks. Cam. Cam McCool, the winning pitcher this afternoon, broke Sarah Miller's record here for the most wins, and Beth Goddard now the coach. And Coach, this has got to be one of the biggest ones you've had as a coach, I would think. Yeah, sure is. Um, pretty pretty fun stuff, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Stevenson leads off the sixth inning of play, and she gets that little bloop out into left center field that just continues to go. Um, were you glad she did? I mean, you had to be glad she did, but were you like, oh, boy, here we go. Um, yeah, I, she actually made it a little closer than I thought it was going <laughs> to be because the ball kicked away. We saw the ball kicked away, and, uh, and uh, I'm glad that uh, Coach Moore sent her because, um, but like I said, I thought it was a little closer than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> this team, Beth, when I look at it, I'm seeing, okay, the players from last year that have the experience and the new players coming in. The new players are loving this situation, but it's the older players who may not be 
performing up to their capabilities on the field, but it's their experience that is calming down this freshman squad. Yeah, um, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna get everybody to hit, especially against a pitcher like yeah. this today. You're not gonna get everybody to hit, and the freshmen, I, I think, probably don't know any better. Um, you know, um, they're just out swinging. Uh, they're just out there swinging the bats. So, um, you know, to have that experience on the field, and you got a senior in you know in Camacool that they know that they're gonna play behind her, and that she's going all we need to do is get her a couple of runs and they know that the game is ours so they just keep battling up and down up and down and they just keep working and and like i said i think the freshmen don't really know any better they're just out there playing softball yeah and and emily mcdonald in that third inning comes up with the double to lead off the inning and that just seemed to loosen up the entire team yeah it did um you know we knew that it was going to be tough and we knew we were probably going to have a few strikeouts here and there um but we needed to once we get through a lineup once um and i think actually emily's wasn't even through once i think she might have jumped on her the first time through and um they just continued to battle and and working hard you know every single at bat and you know and and i think they finally started to see it and um you know emily put a big hit on that and and you know just got us started there coach now you've knocked off the number one seed you've knocked off the number two seed now these three teams have to battle all afternoon depending on this weather there's a potential that somebody may have to win three games tomorrow. You're sitting in a great spot. You do have to lose twice tomorrow. I know you're going to enjoy this one for a little bit, but we can get right back to work tonight. Yeah, we will. Um, you know, we will enjoy this. We're going to go get them something to eat, and you know, and it, and we're not done. Um, you know, we have we have a we have a plan. We have a goal, and we're not done. That you know, we want we don't want to take this to an and if game. We want to finish it out um, tomorrow, first game. Yeah, I heard you say the other day on the bus, and I hope I'm not speaking out of school here, but you said these girls are a, a an early going to bed team. They are. You know, last night uh, we were back to the hotel by about 9:30, and I think probably 95% of the team was in bed and probably already asleep by that point. Even when we were in Florida, when we had a big old house to ourselves and stuff, those girls were in bed and and they are they're on a mission. Um, and they know what their body needs. And we, you know, we're we're late in the season and they're banged up and and they know they got to get some treatment and you know and get their body rest. One final question: Just how good is O'Reilly? Um, she's really good. Um, you know, and and I, you know, I, you know, when she's number eight in the country, um, and you know, we knew we were going to have to battle, and and um, she's she is really good, and uh, but we've got a pretty darn good one out there on the mound as well. <laughs> yeah, Cam's showing why she's elite too. And coach, congratulations! Congrats. Go enjoy this one with your team. Thank you Thanks, so much. Beth. Appreciate it. Beth Goddard was the head coach of the Lions, and the Lions win it here this afternoon by a final score of 3-1. to one. Chris and I will be back to wrap things up here from Genesio right after this final timeout. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. E-Campus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. 
The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Well, the Lions win here this afternoon 3-1, to moving into the championship game tomorrow afternoon at noon. Chris, any final thoughts here today? Yeah, I'm just going to say what Coach Goddard said. They're not done yet. They're in a great spot, but it's not done yet. Your job is not finished. But the Lions set themselves up in a great spot to potentially make the first appearance in the Super Regionals in school history. Absolutely, and then we'll decide what happens tomorrow. We'll be on the air at 11.40 tomorrow morning, and we'll bring you the pregame show, and then, of course, the game tomorrow at noon. Lions have to lose two in a row. Chris, we'll talk to you then. Thanks, Dave. That's going to do it for us here this afternoon, but a lot of people to thank here in Geneseo, especially the Sports Information Department here in Geneseo, Brett Ford, their Sports Information Director, to Dr. Williams at Mount St. Joseph University for allowing us to broadcast these games, Athletic Director Melanie Wagner, Sports Information Director Blake Watson, the coaching staff on both teams, Beth Goddard Dee Morris, and Dave Kanan, the head coach at Babson. And, of course, our producer, Greg Mitchell. And, of course, we want to thank our sponsors for allowing us to bring these games. Barbarian Apparel, the Wishbone Tavern, the Mount St. Joseph University, Iron Sharpens Iron, Dr. Libby Spees, LIT Wellness, Indeed and Indeed Flex, the Roar Store, and the official investigators and security services. For Chris Morris, I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again the final score. It was the Mount 3 Babson won. The Lions are in the championship game tomorrow at noon. We'll be on the air at 11.40. Until then, have a good night, everybody.